Hello and welcome to the Track Talk podcast. Today is a Silverstone special. It is race week at the British Grand Prix and I'm joined by two people, one of which isn't Jay, but I'm joined by Charlotte. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Um, I am not Jay. Uh, <laughs> no, Jay's I'm had a software to... update. Ah, I see, yes, yes. Um, and yeah, I'm just very excited for the British Grand Prix, the home Grand Prix for us, um, and excited to see what's in store. Aren't we all, aren't we all? And we are joined once again by Engine Mode 11. Thank you very much for coming back. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's, it's, it feels like it's been too long. It's been uh, a while. Pre-season, yeah, I think. It's been a while, I think, yeah, where we were... Was it Charlotte thinking that McLaren was going to do well? I can't remember what the wild prediction was. <laughs> I admit yeah. that yeah. all didn't relate. If it was one of us, it was Charlotte regarding McLaren. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Definitely. you said Asimov would be at the bottom. That is something I do remember. That's not a bad Me, prediction, though. I mean, yeah. it's still, you know, we still got the rest of the season to go. <laughs> Let's just wait. I backed science, and that's gone horribly wrong. But, um,. Anyway, we'll make some predictions this weekend later on. Um, but what are your thoughts so far on the 2022 season? You've seen first sort of third of it. Is it what you expected? Different? Um, I was. I'm surprised to see how long Mercedes have struggled with the W13. Uh, okay. A team with that amount of resource and knowledge to still be struggling. You know where we're at now at Silverstone. I thought um, perhaps naively that just an upgrade or two would have sorted out their issues. Um, but they seem to have like inherent issue with the car itself. So that was a surprise for me. Um, the unreliability of the Red Bull is a surprise and Ferrari as well to that degree. Mm. Um, Alfa Romeo being quick, that was that was quite a um, surprise. Um, and I suppose Haas as well. Yeah, yeah, Haas as well, but to, they started off well, but They've sort of trickled back down to their natural place at the minute um, due to budget. So, yeah. I want to get your thoughts on Mick, actually, really quickly. Oh, this I hadn't <laughs> written any of this down. <laughs> Straight in. Straight in. Me and Jay are a bit like, uh, you know, he's having a poor year. Charlotte's like, no, he's great. You'll get there eventually. So I want he to know your thoughts on so him. He was doing so well last weekend up until he had an issue. Until yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think... Um, a spicy hot take. I think that may have been his only decent chance this year to score points. Shut up, No, yes, I know. I'm just, I'm How just, you know, throwing it out there straight you? away. <laughs> you know, he, uh, yeah, he's the looks of Michael, but the talent of Ralph. Oh, you are making strides to make yourself the lesser popular Dan on this podcast today. We're, going, we're all, in. We're going all how, in. How long are we in on the recording already? Probably about <laughs> three minutes in, and he has mm-hmm. absolutely violated your guy. Yeah, a couple of minutes, and I'm going to get cancelled already. Yeah. Well, I kind of <laughs> said that if Mazepin was still in that car, we'd think it's the worst in the grid, but on the grid even, but K Mag's kind of boosting it up. Do you kind of agree with that, or do you think I'm being a bit too um, harsh? No, no, no. I, I think it's a perfectly fair assumption. And it's one but I here's, agree a, with. here's a question. Here's a question. <laughs> um, he qualified P6 la- last weekend. That's a good performance, no? No, no, you're absolutely right. And I don't disagree with that. Um, Lovely. But I just don't, you know. Points are on Sunday, though. 
Yeah, and unless these upgrades are going to be as good as they hope, I just I don't think they're going to get in position again. You know, Oof. it's a good it's a good car. They had a good start, but this is Haas, and people have got to remember they're operating on a shoestring budget. Mm. What's fastest at the start of the year is not good enough to carry you throughout the rest of the year. You need to continuously put money into it and develop it. And if you are a smaller team like Haas, you're going to struggle like they have. So, yeah, tough one for them. Just a, a very quick question as well. I've just thought of. I'm interesting. Uh, interesting. I'm interested to get your opinion on this. What do you think of the dynamics between George and Lewis, and how both of them are performing this year? Good yeah. So I I put out a tweet. I think a few races ago where I said like held my hands up and say I think I underrated George um, I think this season is incredible in terms of you know what he's achieved I think you can explain a little bit of it by saying I think Lewis is being more adventurous on his setups which obviously isn't working out mm-hmm. um, where I think with George as it's his first year in the team he's not trying to rock the boat so much and he's like look here's my setup I'll just run with it and it's kind of paying dividend for him. Again, I don't know if that's actually what's happening. That's just vibes. But that's that's what I sort of get from that. Um, and, you know, when when Lewis decides to call it a day, I think Mercedes have got a safe pair of hands there with George. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I agree, to be fair. It's the same as you. You know, I think as a Bottas fan, I'm kind of contractually obliged to question mm-hmm. him. But no, he's done. He's done really, really well this year, and I was kind of wrong about how we do it, Mercedes. But I think Lewis will pull it back, and I reckon that he'll get on par with him, if not ahead of him. Do you kind of agree? What? Uh, you yeah, on the I Lewis think... is finished? What? What are you? What are you saying? No, 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 no. I like to. I like to say he's mid and washed on Twitter now and again just to stoke some fires. But, but you know, let's be real. He's won seven championships. He's no slouch. I think this year he's just experimenting with the car being more skew with it to see if they can get it in that window um so yeah it's not over till it's over we'll see you've got charlotte back on side now um anyway let's talk about some <laughs> of the news um that's happened over the uh, the last few days today it was announced by red bull that yuri vips has had his contract terminated as their test and reserve driver after abuse of um, offensive language on a stream couple of questions here one what are your thoughts on it obviously and two does that cover the young driver sort of you know his junior driving duties as well because i felt the statement was a bit ambiguous on that in the sense that it only said test and reserve yes um so in regards to the statement on face value you can read it, it looks very sort of copy and paste and not really amount to much yeah um mm. but if you read you sort of if you read in the lines of it Red Bull Racing only import, employ him as their test and reserve driver. They've got no authority over his junior program status. That's actually handled by the Red Bull company itself. Mm. Um, and in regards to his seat at high tech, again, that's not really Red Bull's decision to sort of see he's dropped from that seat. That'd be something I'd expect to see from high tech. Um, so as wishy-washy as that statement is, it's kind of all they can say because it's the only control they have over him to just say, well, you're employed by us as our test and reserve driver. 
you dropped from it. Um, but his details have disappeared from the Red Bull Junior um, website. So I think there'll be some announcements to come. Um, and in regards to like what's happened, I think he's only got himself to blame. It's, you know, <laughs> it's 2022. There's no excuse for dropping N-bombs, you know. Um, mm. So, yeah, he's, you know, right decision. Um, and it's just unfortunate, really, for him because he's talented. But He is. Yeah. It's just, you know, one mistake, but a mistake like that is pretty, you can't really come back from it. No, you can't. And, you know, this is F1. It's, it's a super high-profile sport. Um, everything you do is under a microscope. Um, so yeah, like I say, it's, you know, one and done, I think. So do you think we'll see him this weekend in F2? I know you said you would expect yeah. to see him dropped. I don't know if you meant expect as in you think high tech will drop him or that's just what you think should happen. Um, it's hard because I think it's going to all come down to contracts really. And I know that's a really boring answer, but it is the truth. Um, if he has been signed and paid for, for a certain amount of time, they are probably looking at contracts to say, is there any legal ground that we can drop him? Um, Cause sometimes with these, you know, the, these sorts of uh, seats and deals, they'll, they'll pay for the season in advance. Mm. Um, other times, some are like pay drivers, and I'm not, I'm not saying that's what he is, but some pay driver contracts are done on, you know, groups of four races throughout the season. Um, so, yeah, it's going to come down to contracts, really. I think if he races at Silverstone, it's going to be uh, quite polarizing, given the fact it's Lewis's home race. You know, and, and oh, sorry, my dogs are barking in the background. Your dog, your dog <laughs> yeah, there's something to say about it. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be a good look if he races at Silverstone, put it that way. Um, I think it's going to be quite polarizing. I mean, high tech have got an F3 driver in the Red Bull program, so I don't know if they would consider instantly springing him up. I don't know if they'll consider that a step too far, but. Um, yeah, no, I be honest with you, mate. I'm the F two and F three. I'm not. I'm not um, well versed in, so I'd have to take your guidance on that one. That's never a but, good idea. No. no. <laughs> um, where are we now? It's it's Tuesday. You know, we've still got a few days left to see if anything changes. Mm. Um. So yeah, I don't know. To be honest, I like I say, I I think PR wise, it would be a very bad look if he was to continue, but we'll see. It kind of reminded me a bit of, I know it's not the same in, well, at all really, but of Dan, the way that Dan Tickton had such like a promising career and then found mm. ways to just blow it all the time. Yeah. It reminds yeah, yeah, me yeah. a bit like him. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, yeah, like Dan Tickton, um, as chaotic as he was, again, he had he did have talent, um, but he you know, threw away a lot of his chances. Um, but I think with with this sort of racism and and what not being so uh, prominent and called to arms against it, I, I really don't see a, a way back from that. 
Um, yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, um, sadly, that's not the end of the racism discussion. Um, Nelson Piquet, <laughs> in the last sort of couple of days, really, has come under fire. I don't know if that's the right way of putting it, but he's been... It's been mentioned a lot that he said the same racial slur, I think, in Portuguese on a podcast a few months ago now. Was it start of 2021, end of 2021? Um, he's got a bit of a history of saying things that sort of landed him in hot water. I know sort of Nelson Piquet does as Nelson Piquet wants a lot of the time, but this is not a good look for F1, for Red Bull, for, for anyone as a whole. Uh, no, no, you're absolutely right. Um, I believe it was either September or November last year yeah it was last year but just released i think monday yeah and it was in regards to the silverstone incident um Mm, yeah yeah there's 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 nuances to it in the way that the word i won't repeat it but the word as it translates into english isn't it's not quite the same um no i know what you mean yeah so there is you know um connotations about it but the way he used it was in a derogatory manner. So, yeah. But I don't know. Like you say, this this is a guy who's photographed driving around the Brazilian president standing in the back of a car. So, you know, he's made his bed. So, you know, F one have said they might revoke his his um, access. Um, and I think they probably should. I mean. All we've seen is just copy and paste statements about yeah. things like this. Oh, we don't condone it. We don't condone it. Yeah, that's great. Yes. No, nobody condones it. But what are we actually going to do about it? Yeah, I'm not seeing much doing There's, it at the moment. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. I think Lewis has dealt with it quite well in the sense that he's kind of mixed. I don't know if he did it deliberately to be funny, but he's kind of done a bit of a humorous thing with quote tweeting a tweet that someone said what if lewis just says who on earth is nelson pk to sort of sort of pc the quote um and he was just like yeah imagine but then he's also done a bit more of a a strongly worded statement i very much appreciated that uh just imagine tweet i was like yep i like that that's exactly my sort of (laughs) humor and vibe but yeah um i don't know man it's just it's it's not good for F1 at the minute. It's all good and well expanding all these new markets, bringing in all these new fans, but what's the point if you're alienating a whole, you know, um, ethnic group of your current fans? Mm. No one really wins there. It's it, you got to fight it on two fronts, bringing in new people and dealing with the issues that obviously are still happening. Yeah, exactly. And Lewis tweeted this morning calling for action. I'll read the tweet out. He said, it's more than language. These archaic mindsets need to change and have no place in our sport. I've been surrounded by attitudes and targeted my whole life. There's been plenty of time to learn. Time has come for action. And it's true, like you're saying, they put out these statements. Obviously, it's good that, you know, saying a statement, but action does need to come from it as well. So like you're saying, Dan, I think it'd be good if they revoked his pit access because as well... there's someone using these derogatory language in like interviews and things like that, and then you're allowing them on the the in the paddock and on the pit lane and um you know on the straight and all that stuff before the race, um, and you've got a driver who has 
spoken out calling for change but not only that potentially just feeling comfortable when just you know not like ready for the race and you've got someone walking around who's been saying horrible things about you not only just saying horrible things but strong language like that so yeah it's yeah just basically echoing what you've said about yuri vips and um and pk really yeah and i think the sad thing is is that i'll you know i'll sit around and turn around now and say that i don't actually it's not going to be the last incident no and you know i think unfortunately people, no a lot of people would agree with that but it's quite sad that we have to say that yeah um but yeah i will just say as well sort of me related that if people listening haven't read it yet go look at the hamilton commission report yes um i recently read that it was really eye-opening so yeah if you've got 30 minutes definitely give that a read and that will help you understand more about you know, the issues we're currently facing yeah a lot of teams have kind of backed lewis up um i'm not trying to catch you out in any way but red bull haven't is there any particular reason that you think they they haven't I'm not, you know, trying to stir anything here. I'm just genuinely asking. Yeah, no, this is the point where Rich quit the phone call. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> no comment. You'll hear from my lawyers. Um, 19 minute podcast. Uh, yeah, it's the cynic in me says the, or, you know, would thinks that perhaps statement they put about Yuri, that last sentence saying we don't condone racism in any form. Mm. is going to be their sort of way of wiggling out of doing anything about the um, PK. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Why they're not said anything, I don't know. I think, like I say, the cynic in me says they've probably tried to do it in one statement that covers both. And for a company that was purely for PR, um, they're doing a really good job of not doing much PR at the minute. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Do you think it'd be different a different situation if Max wasn't so closely associated with the PKs and obviously they're for Red Bull? I don't think so. Hmm. I'd like to think that they aren't saying anything purely because of Max. Um, I don't think it's fair to sort of pin that on him as an individual. Um but honestly, mate, again, like I said earlier, disappointed but not surprised. Yeah, as I think I think you mentioned it as well. It definitely won't be the last time we've got to talk about something. Like no, this. sadly not. Sadly not, mate. Anyway, moving on to slightly more positive things and something I know absolutely nothing about, but I'm hoping you do. Uh, the Red Bull Hypercar project that was announced somewhat recently. Uh, what's, what's going on there? Yes, so again, I'll face this by saying I had no involvement in it. Um, so I'll give you some vibes and feelings about it rather than pure knowledge. <laughs> and uh, I, we'll I think it's, yeah, I think it's basically leftovers from the Valkyrie project um, and more than likely parts that Aston Martin turned around to Asia and said, you can't do that. That's too extreme. So now that relationship has uh, part ways. I think Asians now turned around and said, well, now I am going to do it. And Red Bull are going to support me. And they have. You know, Red Bull Advanced Technologies was always Adrian's project. Um, it was always something to keep him interested in that landscape. Uh, I think if he had no involvement with the Valkyrie and things like that, I, 
I don't think it's too extreme to say he might have left F1 by now. Um, mm. So I think this is, a, you know, again, a pet project just to keep him interested in F1 and in that sort of sphere. How much do Red Bull rely on him then? In, like, if he left Red Bull and left F1 as a whole, would Red Bull be completely buggered, or would they be able to, you know, keep being just as successful as they are? Yeah, I think uh, if Adrian was to leave, they would save a huge amount in paper costs, <laughs> where he's uh, obsessed with doing everything on paper. Yeah. Um, I think there are structures in place that would be able to deal with him leaving. Uh, but it would definitely be a boss for the team. It's not like Adrian sits there and designs the entire car. Mm. Um, there will be parts of it that he has input in. Um, and it's just that sort of knowledge, really. I mean, it was around when we had ground effect cars for the last time. And it's probably no coincidence that now we're seeing the Red Bull, you know, it had the least amount of porpoise in and they're flying. Mm. So that experience yeah. definitely does pay dividends. Um, but it's a huge team. There's like a thousand people in there. You can't, you can't put the entire success of the team on one person, you know. So I thought it was all you all along. I thought you were the, the sole reason. If they weren't winning, that's definitely what I'd be, uh, you know, leading <laughs> yeah. leading with. So unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, since I've left, they can't stop winning. So what does that say about me? <laughs> they won when you were there, though. They they won last year. The they did. They did. I'm sorry, the drivers at least. The drivers, yeah. And arguably, you could say, should they have won that? I don't know. Um, but yeah. Start me. No, I know. <laughs> Shall we off on a rant? We'll be here mm. all day. But the year I've left, now they seem a bit more, more dominant. Now I've left, so I don't know. Red Bull she fans, left you can... so much knowledge. That's why. Mm. Yeah, Red Bull fans, you can fuck me. <laughs> well uh well covered sure well covered um i saw a tweet that you put out the other day as well something about red bull power chains have added a new company to their something or other i to be honest i don't really know this is the worst question ever but you said it was something to do with maybe them getting ready for porsche coming in what what have you kind of yeah. read into that um it's okay dan i understand your question don't worry um thank you so much <laughs> i'm glad someone does yeah you ask questions as bad as I answer them. There, yeah. <laughs> um, um, thanks. <laughs> so, in regards to that, I noticed again. This is how sad I am. I decided to look up on Companies House, and uh, for people that don't know, that's that's like a thing in the UK where all new companies have to be registered, and it's it's public knowledge. You can anyone can go look at it. Um, and I noticed that as well as uh, Red Bull Powertrains being registered on site, there's also a Red Bull Powertrains 2026 that was recently registered last month. It's possible that that has been created in a way to make the transition of assets easier if, let's say, Porsche arrived and turned up. Um, there's also uh, the possibility that that company has been created purely for uh, budget cap reasons. Um, you know, they can put items under that 2026 company and say, well, this is for the 2026 regulations, not the current regulations. Might just mm. be easy for accounting. I don't... Either way, I found it interesting. It's not something I've seen any other UK-based... Well, it's only Mercedes. I've seen Mercedes do it, put it that way. 
Um, so I don't know. It could be nothing. Could be everything. Do you we'll think Rebel have, have kind of done it one. in the hope no one had, not no one had noticed, but maybe no one would pick up on it? Or do you think you know they they've just done it and they're not bothered at all that you've noticed this? No, I think the name Red Bull Powertrains twenty twenty six is very sus. Um, I I don't think it's going to stay that name, which is why I think perhaps maybe that would turn around and become Porsche. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it, it, they don't have to do that until the last minute. Uh, Rumours I've heard is that we may have an announcement in Austria. Oh. Um, regarding Porsche, regarding Porsche, oh, yeah, next week, yeah, next race, yeah. Um, again, like I say, that's just a rumor. I have no idea if that's true or not. It would kind of make sense being the Bulls' home track. True, yes. That's it, Dan. Write it down. Write it down. That's a good video video clip. That I'm writing that yeah. one down <laughs> so I can get the time to put on Twitter. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what I'm doing. I understand it. The regulations were. 2026 were meant to be finalized a week or two ago okay and something happened where it got pushed back a few days which upset audi um so we'll have to you'd have to go and look into that and see what's happening but my understanding from a rumor is that austria could be the official yes porsche coming in and it's going to be Red Bull Porsche. I can't see it being anyone else. I can't see it being Red Bull Audi. Um, you know, I can tell you now from my six years at Red Bull, Red Bull Porsche was on the cards often and quite a lot. Okay. Um, I think we could have seen it a lot sooner. The only reason we didn't see it a lot sooner is because of the Dieselgate scandal. Um, um, yeah. Which, which, yeah, which knocked that on the head. So I think this is just a relationship that's always been there for a while and they've just waited for the right time to do it. Um, mm. I think, again, like I say, I'm thinking that the Red Bull Powertrains project is an incredible amount in terms of investment, money and capital, which I believe they are looking to sell at least a part of to Porsche to regain that capital um, and bring their knowledge in as well, you know, because Porsche built engines as recently as, well, for the LMP hybrid project, which, you know, it's not an F1 engine, but the knowledge and resources are there. They're both small, small engined units that are hybrid driven. So the knowledge share is there. Um, And I think Red Bull purchasing the Honda IP was just a stopgap, really until 2026 yeah. um again we'll come back to this podcast in six months time and laugh at how wrong i am but <laughs> there you go so is, is it a gamble for red bull because we've seen you know when i don't know how involved porsche will be before 2026 in terms of do they start you know talking to the team and developing things but you've seen like mclaren and honda's relationship was an absolute failure what would red bull do to make sure that that isn't the case there would definitely be um, work before 2026. And I would say they would probably start from the word go. Um, it doesn't have to be major. It could literally just be four blokes sitting in the room designing an engine for 2026. And then as you get closer to 2026, they'll ramp that up to more yeah. physical dinos and things like that. 
Um, we've seen it with Mercedes. The earlier you start and the more money you put in, the, the bigger head start you get. I mean, what's it taken? Eight years to get some sort of parity between those units? You know, so anyone that invests early on will be looking to reap benefits, but certainly at the beginning. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting to see who the lineup will be at Red Bull in 2026. Max and who? Mm-hmm. It'll be Max and someone. Well, I know Gasly would like to. Oh, poor Gasly. Oh, he's got to leave. Know. He's got to leave, surely. Yeah, he's kind of stuck though, isn't he? Like, where'd you go? McLaren Anywhere. committed to Daniel. Um, no Alpine. No. Mercedes, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised to see him replace Lewis at Merck. I really wouldn't. No, but who else is that seat? Technically available to is Ocon still part Ocon. of Mercedes That's what I was about yeah. to say, would Ocon be issue in there? But would he? Like, I'd put Gas. Oh. I'd choose Gasly over Ocon. Yeah, I think I would as well. Yeah, I, know I love Ocon. That... I really love Ocon and what he stands for, mm. and the fact that he had no money at all coming into F one. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably put. Gasly. I think Gasly's not so successful Red Bull time actually kind of puts him in a good stead to go back into a big team. Because he's learnt his mistakes already. Oh, I see. I yeah. wondered where you were going with that. Yeah, <laughs> he's I'd like it. to think that. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And I hope he does because he does deserve a better car than that Alpha Tauri. Yeah, um, I think there's a stat sorry, somewhere. I think there's a stat somewhere that says. I think halfway through next season, Gasly will be a driver that's been in Alpha Tauri the longest. Wow. Back, mm. back when it was STR and Minardi. Wow. Out of all that time, he'll be the one that's been there the longest in terms of races, I believe. Be yeah, long. I would have thought yeah. that as well. But no, apparently it's it's going to be Gasly soon. Yeah. He's had a good car for a, some of his time there, but it's kind of getting worse now. But fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, we haven't spoken to you for a little while. What's What's been happening in, in your life, in the life of Engine Mode 11, since, oh. since we last spoke in February or March? Spain pre-season testing. I know it was then. Yeah. Oh well, you know, I can't even walk down the street without people asking me for <laughs> selfies and autographs. And... Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah Has yeah, that ever I mean... happened? No, never. Has it not? <laughs> I'm quite <laughs> surprised by that actually. No. I would have thought that you know you've got quite a distinguishable beard on you. I would have thought that someone would had... recognise you. I had someone that lived in Stevenage that follows me message me the other day asking if I was at their kids' sports day. I was like, no, no, that's someone else with glasses in the beard, mate. That's not me. Um, what an event as well. Yeah, I know, right? And then <laughs> when I went to the Rammstein gig on Sunday, I had a few people message me saying, oh, I'm here too. But no, in terms of actual like bumping into people, I'm afraid that hasn't happened. Um, I'm actually quite and, surprised. And that's probably a good thing, because if someone comes to me and oh, I follow you on Twitter, I'll be like, oh, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I think yet. it's a matter of time. Surely it's going to happen eventually. Maybe we'll see. I'm going to Formula E, I think, in London next month. So we'll oh, see. Awesome. We'll see. See what I can blag. Be like, hello. Do you know who I am? <laughs> do you know who I am? Yeah. That. that they'll, famous they'll all say no, and I'll be like, okay, cool. See. You. Yeah, that's a bit. <laughs> it's, it's a bit awkward. Um, don't, <laughs> don't ask. Get. That's true. That is true. Um, anything else of note other than the the shots of the shots of fame? Yes, obviously. So the the huge shot to fame. Um, I've been doing stuff on Twitch, uh, like a sort yes. of 
pre-race and post-race like review show called Formula Frauds. Um, I've been doing backseat driver with Veloci. I I did, yeah, yeah, I did that with Blake. Yeah, I did that with Blake, who's another ex-Red Bull uh, employee who left at the same time as me. Um, But amusingly, we didn't. We never actually spoke until after we both left, which was quite (laughs) funny. Um, we both knew who each other were, but we'd never spoken before, which I thought, you know, was quite amusing. Mm. Um, but yeah, we did that for Baku, and we are going to go back for the Hungarian Grand Prix to do something else with that. Oh, nice. Got PTSD. Um, yeah, me too. Um, hopefully, no bowling this year. Um, I don't, I don't then... know who's felt that was. That was no, a freak me neither. Accident. Me neither. Um, hmm. And. Um, <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> I won't mention hmm. I won't mention names, Dan. It's okay. Please don't. Hotass. Um sorry. Yeah. Um it sounds something like that. I don't know. Don't make us go uh, back to the Schumacher conversation. <laughs> We've moved on. <laughs> don't make yeah, us yeah. go back. I had a cough. Um and, yeah, sorry, apart from the bot ass slander, uh I'm possibly doing something with a large creator on YouTube. Uh, but that's very early days yet, and we only spoke about it this morning, so we'll see what comes of that. Other than Watch that, mate, space. Just, yeah, other than that, <laughs> other being, than that, being a dad and and working as a consultant now for a, an IT firm of all things, working with the government. Do you find take... that exciting? Just as exciting as F one, because it's probably um, different, but it uses the same skills, I guess. I think finding it as exciting, no, um, but I appreciate the time that I've got back so yeah. it's home based yeah. and I can do a lot more with my family I can I can take the girls to school I can take my baby son out for a walk in his pram at lunch all things that I couldn't do working in F1 um so yeah Can't like I get that, asked no I get asked the question a lot it's like do you miss working in F1 it's, it's more I miss F1 maybe not so much working if that makes sense yeah and uh i think as well now not being so involved with f1 behind the scenes it's given me more appreciation to watch it as a spectator again so um i think i said on twitter the other day someone asked me about the 2021 season and i said look i've got to be honest with you i think i only watched four races of it last year because i was so worn out from mm. f1 I, I you know the last thing i want to do is spend my time off watching f1 um so yeah whereas now i'll watch fp1 fp2 you know i'll watch all the oh, sessions right. and it's and it's more enjoyable for me now because yeah i'm not invested in it if that makes sense mm. yeah well, i know you said of... sorry Sean, oh sorry right, i was gonna say um firstly it sounds like you are thriving dan it sounds like you're doing really well so i'm very happy for you uh secondly what has been your favorite race of the season so far if you've caught all the sessions and all of that yeah favorite race so far i think imola i think i think imola solid i think imola i think that has an interesting dynamic with the sprint race and and you know the changeable weather conditions we actually got to see uh the difference in the cars so you know we found out that Ferrari is quick, but it has a habit of absolutely chewing up its tyres. 
Um, whereas Red Bull, not quite as fast, but more durable on the tyres. You know, little things like yeah. that that you, you notice. So, yeah, I thought that was probably the highlight so far. I know you said last time you were on that Mercedes tapped you up to work for them, but you said, you know, you, you didn't feel like it was right with, one, the Red Bull relationship, and two, with your family and everything. If in... 10, 15 years' time, Aston or Ferrari came calling, which I know are the two teams you mentioned would pique your interest. Is there any chance you'd return to Formula One, or is that sort of book closed and you're purely watching it from an outside point of view? No, never say never. Um, you know, say 10, 15 years' time when the kids are a bit older, you know, and I'm more comfortable to be away from them for longer periods of time. If Ferrari tapped me up and said, Would you like to come work with us? I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. You know, Ferrari is, uh, what all said, you know, people say they don't like Ferrari, but they do or something. Everyone's Whatever. Everyone's Ferrari, a Ferrari. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can, I can relate to that. Um, How's your Italian? Rush. Absolutely right. rubbish. Better get learning. Chat, that's about it. <laughs> See. Can you rock a pair of red trousers? I feel like it's a bigger question. Uh, oh. absolutely not. Ah, uh, I don't. <laughs> Aston <you> know, is. <laughs> I, I got ten to fifteen years to work on that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can get used to the red. Um, right. Let's preview Silverstone. It is Silverstone race week. I'm quite excited for it. Excited for Silverstone. When you were racing at Red Bull, uh, racing at Red Bull, working at Red Bull, did was there a race that so you looked forward to more than others? Was it Silverstone being your home event? and kind of Rebels home event? Uh, I think you always look forward to Silverstone more because you have the opportunity to go to bed in your own house. <laughs> that's very fair. true. Very um, fair. I think, you know, that that's a bonus. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. that That's probably the perk of Silverstone for me. <laughs> um, but there were plenty the of other nice right. places. Yeah, 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 sure. The track's all right. The car's all right. Okay. Yeah. My yeah, bed yeah, is yeah. amazing. <laughs> Exactly. That's more important. <laughs> I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Um, there's a lot of tech upgrades this weekend, namely Merc. I don't really know exactly what they've got. They've got a significant package. I know that much. And I think with Merc, they've got a quick car, but they've just got a few issues that once they iron out, they'll they'll be very quick with. Do you see it as now or never? For yes. Merc, as in this race or no race? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, we'll have to see the level of upgrades they've bought. Um, apparently, I've heard it's going to be quite substantial, mm. which makes sense. It's their home race. It's, it's easy to get past trackside. Um, if it doesn't work out as intended, I think we could be in a position where they turn around and say, this is our year, um, let's work on next year, which I think one team's already done that. I can't remember who it was. Was it Hass? I'm no, going to say Hass off the top of now. my head, but it seems like a Hass thing to do, but I could mm. be wrong. I think one of the teams has already turned around and said this year is not our year. Focus on next year, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, oh. McLaren, what other teams are having a bad year? Oh, it might be McLaren. I think it was McLaren. Be hmm. McLaren. Sorry, Sean. Sure. starting to ring a bell. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not people, surprised. People at it's home real. listening to this are shouting down at their sort of yeah, they really radios are. and that now. So. I never said I knew everything. <laughs> um, so to you at home that know, well done. Ten points to you. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I'm interested to see what happens with Mercedes. Uh, I I believe in the side pod design they've got. It all makes sense logically. Uh, in theory, just practically, I think you know they've got issues with the um, stiffness of the suspension and just the rides. I think they're asking everyone. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Mercedes' biggest problem is they have to run the car higher, and that that's wrecks so much performance. Mm. If if they can get it to a position where they can run it lower without the porpoising, uh, you know, uh, winning races, mm, I don't know. Definitely more on the podium. I mean, there's always a race that goes a bit bonkers throughout the season and there's always a Gasly or an Ocon that wins a race out of nowhere surely Merck would be the front runners to pick up a shock result I never thought I'd say that last year <laughs> yeah yeah I know that is a wild thing to say isn't it yeah but given this year's performance then yeah maybe uh we've had I think Charlotte's about to say the same thing I'm about to say Charlotte what are you gonna say that she loves Lewis probably Canada what was special? No. About Canada. What was special? I'm joking. Um, well, I was just going to say... Was Lewis the on the podium? Race... Yeah, he was on the podium. Oh, he was on. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, no, well, it was third and fourth for Mercedes, but as well, they I'm were just good. looking quite strong. Oh, yeah, sorry, but with Lewis and George and then George and Lewis were back. <laughs> you just wanted um, to name the Lewis one <laughs> as the one I wanted to wanted. say he's back. Um, no, but I said this... Uh, uh, kind of review show of that. I think this track could suit very much with you saw their straight line speed was pretty good, and then in high speed corners as well, they look pretty strong. It's the slow speed corners that is what they struggled on. So, I think could we see them here? We go, a double podium. Oof. Someone's feeling Oof. patriotic, get the flags out, <laughs> patriotic and bold. It's like the Jubilee all over again. I will caveat that and say a full podium, but only if Ferrari and Red Bull have disasters. Right, okay. Dream shattered. Um, in, <laughs> in, in regards to your sort of wild podiums, uh, I feel like a lot of people forget that we had Lando on the podium this year. Mm. Yeah. Yes. That really I thought that's what you were going to say, yeah. I'd be oh, like, that wasn't of, what I was going to say. That in was... terms of wild podiums, I'd say we've had that one so far. Um, yeah, I mean, I also made a bet on Twitter as well that if Mercedes win, either George or Lewis, I'm going to shave my beard off. <gasps> so, you know... I'll win at Silverstone or win at all this season? No, 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 win at Silverstone. It has okay. to be Silverstone. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> no, I'm not that brave. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I don't I want know. Lewis to win a bit more now. Ask me, ask me how I feel about that after FP3. Yeah, 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 Lewis and George front row, and then you're like, oh, balls. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Where's the razor? I start charging the battery. Yeah, delete the tweet. No, I never said that. Don't know what you mean. Oh, no, um, too many people have taken the screenshot of it already. They told me. <laughs> oh, dear me. Uh, Alpine have got a new floor. Alpha had, was supposed to have a new front wing, but they don't now due to costs, which is just sad. Um, Williams, Rebel and Ferrari have got some upgrades as well, but I've said this a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been on the show for a while, actually. But Silverstone's quite a good track in the sense that it's got high-speed corners, slow-speed corners, long straights, and then shorter straights. It's got everything 
and gravel, so I love it. So I it's was a pretty so good track. To <laughs> to I, I love gravel, gravel on a racetrack. It's so classic, <laughs> and it removes the room for error, and it removes going wide at a corner to gain an advantage. It's just a brilliant piece of engineering. Yes, I agree. I'm with you. Thank you. Let me gravel See, over fellow sausage gravel curbs enthusiast. Any day, any day of the week. <laughs> Dan's and, and gravel. And it's supposed to be um, dry all weekend, I think. I think the conditions, you know, about Thank 22 degrees. Um, I mean, much, we... much cooler than last year. I was there last year and it was 30 and I was dying. That's I mean, really... Dan, I assume. Are we really yeah, trusting like, the like uh, British weather? Yeah, there could be a shower with how oh, the weather's going at the moment. I'm not undercover well, no, I just, all weekend. I only say it because I feel like we've just had really random showers this week um, when it wasn't supposed to as far as I was aware. But according to the weather apps, they are saying part sunny and all that. So I guess we'll wait and see. It'd be interesting if it's a little bit of rain on the track, though, wouldn't it? I'd love a wet quali. I'd love a wet quali because it's a challenging track as it is. And I can sit undercover on a Saturday because I can pick what grandstand. So I'd love a wet quali. So it was selfishly. <laughs> yes, it was. But wet well, qualies always throw up a surprise. Yeah, rain is to be the great equaliser, isn't it, really, in mm. terms of vehicle performance. If it's a wet race, I would say chances of a Mercedes win may be increased. Both drivers are good in the wet. Mm. Could have a triple Brit podium. Lando's good in the wet as well. If that happens, I'll well, shave. What if you got to shave then? Well. You've got to shave, shave everything. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, if it's a triple Brit Pro podium, I'll take my hair off, my eyebrows, and my beard just for oh, you. Dan. Heard no, it here not first. Eyebrows. Oh no, no, actually, <laughs> yeah. No, it's a fair no, point. I'm sticking to it. I'm oh, put it in the show. Man. I'm sticking to it. I, I am. That's going straight on Twitter. Do it. Oh gosh, I hope Dear that doesn't me. happen. I could not. No. And I will start a GoFundMe for my divorce costs. <laughs> Your wife happens. just refuses to go out in the street with you. Yeah, yeah. Kids, kids are petrified. Oh no, this could all go horribly wrong. No, I want a Bottas podium, obviously. So, hardly a surprise from there. What, was it? what are you saying? What are you looking at that for, sure? Just don't think that's likely. Oh, do you not? Okay. You never know. He's quite good at Silverstone. Top three, though. Hmm. Could be some retirements. I mean, you need a few, but yeah. Yeah. I can hope. And um, what do you think of Joe, actually? Yeah, a lot of criticism <laughs> before he'd even turned a wheel of a car. No, no, I'm genuinely curious here. Because before <laughs> he'd even it. sat in a car. I've got a question after this. I've he had a one. lot of oh, criticism. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'll strap myself in, clunk click. Um, but yeah, what do you think of Joe? A lot of criticism, uh, but he's actually doing very well. I kind of have the, the saying that Please don't everyone gets a no, no everyone gets a pass on their first season, right? Oh. So everyone is allowed a bit of leeway. Um I think his performance in the last race was very good. Um and I think he's redeemed himself to a degree. I think it was not a great look scoring that single point in the first race and then doing Zero points yeah, all the way until his reliability was yeah. not awful. That's what Yuki did last year as well, really. Yeah, so I think you know, look, he's a rookie. Um, I was impressed with his last race. Let's see how he continues for the rest of the year. I, I, I think it's too harsh for people to just turn around and say get rid of him. If they are, I don't know if they are. But he gets a free pass. It's his first season, as far as I'm concerned. 
that's why you're so harsh on Schumacher because it's his second year. I get it. Sorry, Shark. Go on. My question is: of talking of getting rid of people, what are your thoughts on Nicholas Latifi? Because Dan constantly goes on about Latifi, like, no, give oh, him a chance, so I and love then him. says, no, Mick should leave more than Latifi, in my opinion, from what I've he's saying. I've never said that. I've never said well, that. Well, you I'm did. Just you saying. mentioned about him losing I, his seat, and I do I like Nicholas Latifi. He's a lovely guy. Anyways, might buy some merch, your thoughts Silverstone. on Latifi Sorry, and Dan, the Piastri <laughs> debacle, if you um, want to say. So. Latifi, you won me a championship last year. I appreciate your efforts, <laughs> but it is time to go. Thank you. You won me a. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Oh, that I took, took you second. so long. <laughs> Sorry. That took me a second. Yeah, so you no. should be grateful to him. He's a great yeah. guy. Look what he's done but for you. His free Red Bull ticket only gets him so far, right? <laughs> um,. And the biggest issue with the TFC is the fact that Piastri is in there with no yeah, F1 seat. Fair. I don't think ditching him mid-season. No, no, think, no, no. No. But this year, unless he goes on some miracle run, I, mm. you know, it, it's... I said um, it was nice for him to have his first and last home race at Canada. <laughs> I saw that. And I so, hated you for it because <laughs> I don't want to believe just, it. Understandable. <laughs> I know if Jay was here, he'd be mentioning him. So I have to say him. Any chance <laughs> of Nick DeVries in that seat? Jay would kill us if we didn't mention him. So uh, we have to. And DV. His, his favourite person in the whole wide world. Do I see Nick DeVries in that seat? Maybe to a degree in the fact that I think oh. Mercedes probably rue themselves that they didn't get him in our seat. I still haven't forgiven them for that. I think that's shocking. No, I, I think that was a real real drop of the ball there. Um, I can only see it being Piastri, to be honest. Um, oh, but sorry, I, Jay. I think, that's right. Yeah, no, Jay, you're not here, so you don't count. Um, <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, sure. I think for sure Mercedes will try harder to get De Vries in that seat, but I think Piastri um, will have more appeal to be in there. Yeah, I I agree. And just another one for Silverstone. It's a very busy and jam-packed weekend. We have obviously Formula One, but supporting Formula One, we have F two, F three, and W series. So that is extremely exciting. And Jamie Chadwick Oof. is absolutely crushing it in W Series with um, generating this year. So She's a lot good. to be excited for. Yeah, I agree with that comment there, Dan, that she's too good to be in W Series. Yes. Um, that's not her fault, you know. No. Um, yeah, put her in a proper seat. Not proper seat, you know what I mean. Get her into yeah, a proper yeah. series, see what happens. Like an F3, F2 kind of thing. Just, yeah, just fucking, series. Just do it, you know. It's just anything at this point. Yeah, it's just money, isn't it? That's the again, problem. me, yeah, look, me cynical again. If I ran a team, I'd stick her in there because it's a good story. Yeah. You know? No, I know what you mean. Um. Yeah. Just do it. Come on, man. What's the problem? Don't Especially with money because they've got three drivers in a team now. Like, if one of them's got a massive sponsor, one's a junior driver, 
stick Jamie Chadwick in the other seat. Yes. Yeah. You want not? nothing to lose there. Exactly. She's too good for W Series. What else can she do now? Her only problem is she's not ripped. Yep. And that's that's a nonsense reason to be stuck in the series because you can't afford to go up. Yeah. That's, I could not that's, agree more. It's always been like that, but it's ridiculous. So, come on, teams. I'm sure you all listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know, sort it out or I'm going to come around. Boom, mic drop. Yep. Um, any general comments on the Silverstone weekend coming up, Shah, before we make some predictions? Uh, well, it will be lights at 3pm. That is something to put Three? in your is calendars. It? it is indeed. I did not know that. I would have turned up at 2. <laughs> right, well. Uh... I will anyway, but you know. Qualifying and the race are both at 3pm. Lights out. Hmm. So that is something to put in the calendars. I'm trying to see tyres. Two DRS zones. It'll be the hard love... ones, won't it? Oh, look at you lot trying to be serious with these predictions. What you no, this isn't. Do? This isn't. This isn't us predicting. This isn't. Anything. This is oh. pure facts about tyres. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. It'll be the hardest early. ones. Silverstone it's... always is because the left. Tell, tell me your tyre facts. Oh, there's five in the Pirelli range, Dan. Um, they're red. Yellow and white. <laughs> you talk about tyres so passionately every week. The one mm. time you're asked to talk about tyres, you talk about the colour of the tyre. They're soft, medium and hard. Oh, bring, um, bring back the ultra softs. Bring back colours. Yeah, they used to be purple. That used to throw me off, to be fair. No, I was watching 2018, I think. The 2018 yeah, British Grand Prix earlier. And they had a blue tyre on. And I was like, what is this? And it was the hard tyre at the time. And blue? I was like, what have they got wets on? It's not wet. And then I looked at it and oh, I was like, I oh, no, no, this, that, that's, a, that's a dry tyre. Yeah, I was baffled. It was a lighter blue. Mm. Than, uh, the, the deeper tires. blue of the wets. To be honest, mm. you look at the performance of the wets this year in the wets, they might all be the same tyre as those blue dry ones. I was just about to ask you that, which was completely off topic. Do you think the wet tyre is almost irrelevant in F1 now because of safety concerns and everything? They just, if it's wet enough for wet tyres, they don't run the cars, it seems at the moment. No, I, th- I think it's. Uh, in... <sighs> Again, me sort of always going on my mad conspiracy theories in that I don't think the FIA have any faith in those wet tyres, which is why we see such a. Uh, advertent to starting a race in the wet. I I think the teams hate them. The FIA is not impressed with them. Uh, Pirelli are doing their best to agree. I mean, it's not like they can just turn up somewhere and do all this weather tyre testing. You can say, oh, what about Paul Ricard? You can wet the track. I've been at Paul Ricard for wet weather testing. It's like you just stand next to it throwing a bucket of water. It's pointless. <laughs> it really is. It doesn't sit, it doesn't stand on the track. It just all drains off straight away. What's the point? I mean, it's the best they can do. But, you know, the wet weather testing they did at Barcelona, again, that was a complete waste of time. It was like three tractors with tanks driving around, letting water leak out the back. So by the time they got to the start line again, it was already dry at turn one. You know, it's just, I don't know what to do with it. I haven't got the answer. So all I can do is criticise. Fair. Um, predictions? 
Prediction time, prediction yeah. time. Dan, feel free to join in with predictions. You're here, you may as yeah, well. Yeah, back yeah, on them absolutely. On Sunday. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, who are you sticking on pole? Not sure what that voice was. Who are you sticking on pole for the British Grand Prix? Um, I, I would like to say half of these are me bold and manifestation. So I'm Hamilton, putting Hamilton, Lewis, Hamilton, Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton on pole. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, come on. Home crowd, let's go. Of the silence, thanks guys. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you was I thought you was gonna give us race winner after that. No no no, 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 no. not yet. Not so we'll yet. go through all our oh, polls. All okay, our so we're going through poll, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. go for who's gonna be my poll sitter? I think it's gonna be Charles Leclerc, which is probably a safe bet, but I think Boo, boring. I'm yeah. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> no, really gonna I think it's gonna be Charles. To be fair, I was gonna say Charles, so I guess I'll say Max because yeah. he's the oh, other obvious. Not? Part of me wants to say George, but I, I can't. That would go against everything I've ever terms and conditions I've ever heard about being a Bottas fan. So I physically couldn't bring myself to. Um, so I'm gonna say Max. All right, who's sticking on the podium and in what order? Sure. Um, I think this is kind of bold. So I'm saying oh, Lewis to win. Brits. Lewis to win. Matt in P2 mm. and George in P3. That That is bold and it means Dan and be beardless. Yeah, well. Yeah, and I did this you before you came on the podcast, so there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be dramatic. and it's like, Well, I've had my safe poll prediction. Teethy. <laughs> no, 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 not, I'm not, jeez, I'm not that wild. Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for a, a, a hot and spicy Checo win. Oh, okay. Checo win, Carlos P2, Russell P3, because Whoa. Max Max Charles are going to smack each other out. And it's going to be oh. 20, That's gonna be a bad prediction, all over surely. again. And the whole world is going to go and melt down yet again. I wanted to say that, but because I, I put second, I thought I can't. I'm saying you're not going to see Charles or Max on the podium. Oh. Damn, damn. I, I've gone similar-ish. I haven't put Max on there because I don't think Max is finishing the race, but I'm not putting that as a bold prediction because I think it would be a boring mechanical retirement because he hasn't had one for a while. I've gone Leclerc, Perez, Hamilton as my top three in that order. Perez, Hamilton. Okay. I think Science maybe will be fourth, but Hamilton knows that track so well. If he, there's a weekend he's going to be up there, it's got to be Silverstone or Canada, I probably would have said, because they're probably his two best tracks. Yeah, it has to have the car underneath him, though. Yeah, If, if Mercedes fumble these upgrades, which I don't think they do, it's, it's, it's not in Mercedes' nature to do that sort of thing. Um, we'll see. But if, you know, if they slap these upgrades on and the car suddenly stops bouncing around, then why not, mate? Why not? Fair. Um, who, which driver do you think is going to be a positive surprise this weekend, Shaw? I'm not almost too sure. Um, I'm going. I'm gonna say. Oh, I was gonna. Uh, I feel that's a bit of a cop out. I was just gonna say Lando Norris. Am I allowed to say can that? Can he be? Can yeah, he be a positive you, you, surprise? You, you can say what How you want. positive? Well, normally, yeah, then, I, get, I get shouted at for whatever yeah, I she, say in yeah, my predictions. She, she does. We all do. I... It'll be a positive <laughs> standout. 
in in um, the fact that it will be a good performance result for yeah. McLaren. That's the vibe that I'm going with because last last race in Canada was P15, Daniel Ricciardo P11. We kind of seen McLaren have a struggle ever since we seen Lando have that podium. Like you say, it was almost a distant memory. Um, we haven't seen that kind of level performance from either drivers for a while. So I think the positive yeah. surprise would like to see him, you know, it'd be nice to see like a top seven finish for, for Lando at least. Yeah. That, top that seven? Failed. What? That, We've got that, to be, you know. That failed Canadian double stack activates oh. something inside me that resulted in me screaming at the telly like what are you doing i just couldn't um, yeah i had like monaco flashbacks oh don't <laughs> it was you know i was like oh my god i'm back in monaco in 2016 where are the tires <laughs> um so yeah did yeah. you ever have a go in the factory like changing a wheel or anything yeah once and i almost oh. broke my wrist oh <laughs> like, what were you doing the, the wheel and the force that comes off of those things is no joke. I bet. Like, yeah, I can imagine. If you're not if you're not properly prepared, you will break your wrists on those things. <laughs> it's mental the talk that they give. You know, Jeez. and people you, you see like uh sometimes at events and tracks they're like, Oh, come do a pit stop, you know, and maybe you'll do a pit stop on a show car. But the guns that they're letting you use are like ten percent of the power of what the F the actual pick we're using, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the wrist breakers. I did that once, and I thought, "No, nah, you're right. Actually, I'll, I'll, stick to, <laughs> I'll stick to computers. I'll go back to so, my desk." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, who are you going to put as your positive surprise? Positive surprise. Uh, I'm going. Dan, one's for you. I'm saying Bottas is going to be a menace this weekend. Yes, let's go. You can come back on the podcast. I say, I say, in the race, because of his strong qualifying position, he's going to cause a strategic headache for some of the teams. There you go. I like that prediction. I really like that prediction. Um, I'm on a good run of positive surprises. I've had, I think, three in a row now that have been pretty accurate. So I'm really thinking this one. Hmm. I want to say Joe again, but I said him in Canada and... You know, no, you've got to do someone different. Full marks Come for on. that. So I feel like I can't do him again. Latifi podium. <laughs> I want to say Latifi, but Shah will actually like find a way of punching me through the computer screen. So I can't do that. The fact that if Latifi finishes a race, that's almost a positive, which I think speaks volumes to... He wasn't uh... actually last last race either. No, he wasn't. Who was last? No. I can't remember who it was. It was Evan Magnussen. Yes. Yeah, it was. Has had an absolute howler, didn't they? Mm. Did. Um, do you know what? This is actually a really tricky choice. Do you know what? I'll go. I'll go Alonso because okay. he had a pretty stellar start in the sprint race last year. So I was gonna suggest that's you purely it. Yeah, but I can't do my man Latifi like that. I can't say his oh my teammate. Gosh, Dan, come on. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe uh, Alonso will have a good Sunday to make up for the absolute disaster class he had in Canada. Yes, agreed. Mm, yeah, it wasn't his finest of Sundays. I no, don't even no, think no. of that when I said his name, actually. I, I don't think he's solely to blame for that. I think Alpine missing two virtual safety car windows to pit him was laugh yeah, was... best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Fair enough. Right. Two bold predictions. What's one of yours, Sure. 
Um, my first one is four DNFs in the race. How many? Four. Oh, four. You glitched a bit on my screen. It sounded like you said 44 DNFs. I was like, what? <laughs> four DNFs. And I, I don't, I want to go Very specific. Exact. I want to go even more specific, but I'm a bit scared. But I'm going to say those four are due to mechanical issues. No crashes. Well, no, I'm saying there could be more, but four due to mechanical issues. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So, reliability. Fair. What are you saying, Dan? What's one of yours? Uh, Bold prediction. uh, Pirelli tyre drama, and we have another blowout. Oh, no. Front left. Surely front left. It's got to be the front left. Again, I'm just basing that on vibes. Um, Aren't we all? Yeah, and then look, let's go true wild and say Latifi points. Uh, oh, uh, uh, okay, uh, that's never going to happen. <laughs> but if it does, how amazing will I look? Yeah, I mean, I'll be really annoyed for one that you've said it and not me. You'll miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, my friend. Exactly. I think I have said Latifi. I think I said Latifi Q two once and got slaughtered. Let alone Latifi points. So, yeah, I really shouted at you for Q2. This is the yeah. hill I'm going to die on, mate. I'll, I'll die on it with you. <laughs> um, I'm going to steal Charlotte's favourite prediction and say Schumacher points. <sighs> she always says it. It never happens. So I'm hoping the one week I say it, that it happens. Which and would you be know amazing. what? I hope you're right, nerves. Dan. I hope you are right. <laughs> What's your second one, Char? Um, I'm going to say Albono to finish P9. It's, again, very specific. Oh, well, I wanted to say in the points. I could say, could I say instead then? What are you saying, Dan? Do you think that's fair? Uh, look, listen, I'm just a guest on This Is Your Podcast. If that's what you want to do, <laughs> Charlotte, you run with it. Thanks, Dan. We need you on it every week. I like the support you give me. Welcome. <laughs> Apart from about Schumacher. Yeah, I mean you got a give and take. Yeah. I'm going to take inspiration from Dan's earlier, and I'm going to say Bottas top six finish. He said he's going to cause a strategic nightmare. He can't do that from P14. So I'm saying top six. Verstappen's out. Sainz might be out. Russell, don't know, really. Bottas is sixth. Best of the rest. Shall you look incredibly confused, considering that is one you... that's pretty standard for me. No, but didn't you say podium? Already. What? Did you put Bottas on the podium? Oh, no. Leclerc, Perez, Hamilton. Oh, you just said it. You said it earlier, though, in general, I think. Oh, did I? Oh, right. Well, you never know. I was like, what? I mean, that counts as top six, so I'd love that to happen. I would be, actually, I think I'd just collapse in the grandstand. (laughs) I'd just be like, oh, my God, it's happened. Bang. Where are you watching from? Um, The the pitch straight. Okay. Yeah, the uncovered one, sadly. Uh, so, Charlotte, um, are you going? I'm not, unfortunately. I never got tickets in the end for this year, so I'll be watching from the best house, my sofa. Yep, same. Woo! <laughs> you, you've you've had you've had your fair share of Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, would you like to go to Silverstone? Mm, not really. No. No, I'd, I'd really rather not this time. Thank you very much. I'm quite happy to take a year out. Did you go yeah. to Silverstone a lot when you were Yeah, because it was Bull? so close. 
to the factory and home. It was like I say, didn't even need to get a hotel for me. I could drive back home every day. Yeah, nice. Where were you watching from? Uh, the garage. Back of the garage. Nice. I'm not. I'm flex. not important. I'm not important enough to be in the front of the garage or in the pit wall. Too <laughs> intimidated. <pit> too <laughs> intimidated by the beard. <laughs> I love imagine you just go. Yeah, I don't. Don't me. I'm just watching it from from the pit wall. Takes over yeah. from GP. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Horn. I'm moving. I'll, I'll have to. Um, I'll have to. I'll have to dig out. There's a photo somewhere uh, at Barcelona winter testing. I think in nineteen or eighteen, where I was sat pit wall. I was only there to test out some stuff, but all these journals and reporters kept taking my photo because they thought I was someone new going on to the pit wall that year. Uh, and I was like, no, I'm literally... Sacked. Yeah, I'm like, I'm literally a nobody, mate. I'm just here testing the screen's work. You know what I mean? It's not that exciting. <laughs> that's, not, that's not, you know, fantastic journalism, is it? They just take the pictures of all the me- uh, like the people that put up, you know, in high-vis every weekend. And like, could it be... Nah, never is. Yeah, because I was sitting in Jonathan Wheatley's seat testing out loads of the stuff. They were like, who's this new guy? <laughs> Sending like, Michael Massey emails. So really disappointed when they realised I'm literally just there to make sure the screen works, mate. It's an important <laughs> job, though. Yeah. Screen don't Does work. Jonathan Wheatley's trackball mouse fit work? Yes, great job done. Fly me home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was much more important than that. Um, that That's it for the Silverstone preview. I'm very excited. I love Silverstone as a track. I love the gravel at Silverstone. So I can't wait. I can't wait. Thank you very much for coming back. I'm glad we didn't put you off the first time. Thanks for coming back and chatting about the not-so-good news, the good news, the Silverstone news, and about yourself. Yeah. Oh, listen, I've always got time for you guys. Aww. Aww. going to so make us go. all tear up. Floods and I tears. Know. Just, uh, you know, remember Marshall. my VIP tickets and that when you make it big, please. Thank you. <laughs> I mean... If it right happens, you. you'll be first on the list and you have to do the same back. That's what I was going to say. Shall beat me to yeah. it? Yeah, right, no, but... just right back at you. <laughs> With all your I reckon you've got a better streams. chance. Mm, maybe, we'll yeah. see. When Formula oh, Frauds goes live from the Paddock Club, you know, yeah. just don't forget, you know, your first ever podcast appearance back in February since you left Red Bull. Yeah, you've had oh, Ted's oh, oh. notebook. Now it's time for uh, Formula Frauds. <laughs> big shoes to fill if you're going after mm. Ted's notebook I tell you yeah. he is a legend um, but yeah thank you very much for coming on hopefully the rest of the season if we don't speak to you before the end you enjoy just as much as it sounds like you have the first half of the season but hopefully we'll see you at some point soon yeah no um, we'll definitely do something at the end of the season so we can laugh at all of our predictions for sure like my we'll see if you positive surprise prediction at the start of the yeah, year which is not going might. well my Aston Martin at the bottom and they turn out P6 or something ridiculous. But That's yeah. not bad though, because I said Alpine last and that's even worse. So oh, that's yeah. They might be There's... P4. Mm. Cheers. Oh well, to make you feel a little bit better about that prediction, while I think finishing last is a bit bold, you have to bear in mind that they're pretty much now at the limits of all their components and anything from here on into grid drop. Which is yes. going to severely hurt I saw that coming. in terms of scoring. <laughs> scoring points so i didn't know how close they were to be fair there is that's... potential for them to d- d- decay down the uh board that's quite interesting because alpha put something out the other day or botas did i think and he was like i'm looking forward to my fridays improving because now we've got enough parts i don't have to use old ones on fridays so i know that i was just about to finish the podcast but how come alpha have suddenly got more parts 
and Alpine got like how's how's it so different? It's, it's it, a lot it, of F one, my friend. I, it could be a whole podcast in itself trying to explain the ins and outs of uh, logistics of F one. Um, money basically is the quick one word answer. Money. Very true. Fair enough. Right. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you guys for listening. Check us out on Twitter at underscore track talk. Give us a five star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, Dan, where can they find you on Twitter? I'm sure they already know, but just in case they don't. Yeah, it's just at engine mode eleven uh, on Twitter, and that's where I'm most active. So send me your hate mail, and uh, we'll be best friends. Yeah. Cute. All right. Cheers, sure. Thank you very much. Thank you once again, Dan, for joining us. It's been great. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you after Silverstone. Hopefully it's a good race. Goodbye.